Welcome to Your Reality Recap, powered by Superpass. And the next day, you're fired. I'm Paris. Ew. Shut up! Shut up! Prostitution whore! I don't drink. I've never been drunk. Or as I call her, cracky. Talk about a bitch slap. Hello, everybody. It's me again, Eric Curdo, a reality TV junkie and Superpass host over at RealityNation.com. For today's show, I'm going to speed things up and cut the time way down. This way, you'll have time to check out my other recap podcast covering Survivor and The Amazing Race, plus featuring interviews from Adam from Big Brother, Rob Sesternino, and Spicy. Now, that's not to say that today's show isn't packed full of goodness, because it is. Of course, I'll be covering last night's Survivor, filling you in on some reality TV spoilers and news, as well as telling you about RuPaul's Drag Race. So, since we have lots to cover, let's jump right into it. This week's Survivor was awesome! It was so full of twists and turns, which came quite literally at the expense of Colton's stomach. And you know what else? There's gonna be a lot of... That's right, karma baby, but we need to start at the beginning, so we pick up the show where the tribes left off coming back from tribal council. Alicia was cackling about how proud she was about blindsiding Monica. Then, like a good little flying monkey that she is, playing wingman to the Wicked Witch, Colton, they continue to berate and belittle Christina, who in this example would be Dorothy if you're following, but I don't want to confuse you, so just listen. I totally did not expect that at all. Well, that's called a blind side. <laughs> yes, it is what it is, so. And the thing is, like, no one's gonna go off with you by themselves, Christina. So, uh, good luck. You might could make an alliance with a hermit crab at this point. I don't really care if Christina knows she's going home next. There's nothing that can save her. Honestly, Christina, you've been the season cockroach. <laughs> like, you've survived things because of different yeah. things you... that have happened. I guess so. And while we're on the subject, if by some miraculous miracle you did make it to the merge, you're the first one to go. Like, you're going before any guys, you're going before any girls. Like, the girls have already said, like... Yeah. Then, moments later, when Christina's trying to move away from the fire on the bed... You need to move so I can sleep, too. There's tons of rope over there. Okay. Not where I am. Why don't you skid over? It's really inconvenient for me to be, like, right on the edge where it's I like, don't care because you're going to be gone. I really don't care. Scoot over. You put your hands on my body, I'm going to whack you. Don't ever touch me. Scoot over Don't ever bit. put your hands on me because I will whack you. Do it. Whack me. Wow, I have so many problems with this. First off, they're taking this harassment of Christina to another level and making it personal. Plus, they're relentless and they never let up. It's as if they don't understand that in order to win Survivor, you don't just have to make it to the end. These people have to vote for you, so... Whatever. But the part that floors me the most is the fact that I've mentioned before, Alicia is a special ed teacher. And for the sake of those kids, I hope this is not how she acts in real life. But back to the game, we're already into the reward challenge, and Jeffy decides to leave some tree mail saying, If you were still a kid, you'd play this in your backyard. And if you're starving for something sweet, I bet you would play real hard. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. 
What do you play in your backyard? Tic-tac-toe. Uh, oh, I got this, guys. Tic-tac-toe. Hopscotch. Hide and go seek. Watermelon cake. Run from that kid. Colton. Freeze tag. I could go on and on. So imagine how surprised the tribes were when they saw the challenge. You see, first there were these giant crates stacked up about 20 feet high, and at the top was this little trough of coconuts, which you had to grab one out of and then throw down onto a trampoline and bounce it off, sending it flying across the air into like this grid of giant paper targets to break them, and then you get a point, and you have to get all the targets broken to win for your team. And when you win, you get to have a big ice cream store brought to your camp for you all to have a, like, big ice cream party. So, you know, just like that game that we all played when we were kids in our backyards, right? No, wrong, Jeff, because I don't know what rich-ass family that you came from, but I played freeze tag in the backyard when I was little. You know, like, red light, green light, one, two, three. I mean, maybe if you were directing this at Colton and his country club estate family, I'd understand. Anyway, just saying. During the challenge, Colton was very adamant about winning, and once he heard that it was an ice cream challenge, he was all like, come on, you guys, you know, as if they weren't going to try, but now that Colton asked them, they're totally more willing to. Anyway, about two minutes in, it was obvious that they had no chance, so Colton decided he needed somebody to blame and began screaming at Christina to Run back! Run! Whoa, be careful that Colton, your horns are showing. Maybe you should be paying a little more attention to your flying monkey friend Alicia over there because she can barely make it up the crates. Which is why nobody was surprised that Solani won and headed back to enjoy their beachfront ice cream parlor, while the Wicked Witch and her henchman Alicia decide to ray Christina over the coals some more, and then top it off by telling her to go ahead and jump into those freshly raked coals. You have two more days, you have two options. You, you, can you can enjoy your last two days, you can quit or you can jump in that fire, whichever is more convenient for you. But here's the thing, Christina doesn't fight back at all, and I get that strategy, it's a good one, provided that you're doing it to let the tribe see how vile these two are. Instead, you're just silently taking this verbal lashing, so I kinda was hoping that you were gonna go off on them when we came back from commercial break. Instead, what I see is you rubbing Colton's head, cradling and rocking him, and consoling him. So that kind of left me all like, WTF girl, what spell is this witch, minus the W, add a B, got you under. As it turns out, none. Colton had just been in pain for a few days, and when he woke up in the middle of the night with a tension headache and stabbing stomach pains, Christina did what any decent human being would do. She took care of him. However, Alicia, you know, the special ed teacher, was nowhere to be seen. But like I said, this was a task for a decent human being, so I'm not surprised. The next morning, Colton seemed to be even worse and ended up wandering off into the woods alone, only to have Dorothy, I mean Christina, come skipping along to find somebody must have dropped a house on him because he was laid out on the ground, writhing in pain. And again, Christina ran off to get him some help, while collectively, all around the world, viewers sang... <laughs> Wicked, 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 wicked
<laughs> and you know you did. Because for all of us, it was a great day. Well, all of us except Jeff, who was kind of pissed that he had to come back with a medvac team to diagnose Colton. Which was kind of hysterical as well, because it went like this. I was sleeping, and I woke up, and I just felt like... Literally, it felt like my brain had, like, attached to my skull. Like, I thought my brain was swollen. I thought you didn't have one. And then I got this pain, and it literally feels like somebody's got a knife, like, cutting from my, like, belly button over to the, my right side. Oh, that's just from the lipo. I mean, that's the only way I know how to describe it. It's just like a knife. I'm dying. Like, I am literally about to die. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. So then in come the medics. Now, what I'm going to do, I'm just going to warn you, okay? Okay. It's gonna take five seconds. I'm gonna press in, and then I'm gonna let go suddenly. I want you to tell me if the pain's worse when I press in or when I let go, okay? It's gonna be painful. Here we go, I'm gonna press in. Oh, God. So Colton, it's the pain that just increased? Yeah. So the heart rate went up? The heart rate's actually up to 120, so it's indicative of severe pain. How much did it go up once Ramona started touching? It's doubled. His heart rate doubled? Yeah. So it and went you from were doing the lightest of touch. Lightest touch. So appendicitis is a very likely di diagnosis here, given all those symptoms. Colton, the minute she mentioned appendicitis, you started getting emotional. I just don't want to leave. And Colton, that means if we have to take you out and take you to a hospital, you, you have to be out of the game. No, we have to pull Jeff, you from the please game. Please don't. Please, Jeff. I just wanted to prove that I can do this. I guess I've done my best. I just wish I could have done more. Okay, now get ready, because here's the best part. Colton's lying there in so much pain, and then Jeff says... Do you still have the idol? Yeah. What are you going to do with it? Oh, my God. Can I give it to somebody? That's your choice. Well, spoiler alert, he doesn't give it to anybody. Because he's Colton and he's a selfish person. See, I said person. Anyway, I just love how Jeff was all like, I'm so sorry you're hurt, but can I have your idol? Which, for those of you who still have it on your DVRs, go back and watch how the entire time up until Jeff asks him about the idol, he doesn't even have it around his neck. Then once he asks him, it's suddenly around his neck. Because I guess Jeffy was okay with delaying him long enough to get the idol around his neck and make some good TV as he's holding on to it, not giving it away to anybody. So, as it turns out, I think we can probably be expecting him to hawk that on eBay in three, two, one. And with that, Colton was removed from the game and all was right again with the world. Except that the next day, Jeff sent some more tree mail, because clearly email is too impersonal, telling both sides to meet him for tribal council. Now, this caused two things to happen. First, cat to eat some dirt. Tree mail said that both tribes are going to tribal council, and I don't have any fingernails right now. Like, all the dirt is in my mouth, and it was nutritious, but it was disgusting. I'm really nervous about it. Right, I'll let you figure that one out on your own. Now, more importantly, Tarzan, without Colton to tell him who to vote for, has gone full tilt memory loss and made up a new tribe member to possibly vote off, Katrina. Are you mad at me because I voted you? No. I would say that you're a wonderful girl who will be very successful, but you wouldn't be my friend. Understandable. He would be my friend. 
Jonas would be my friend. But I do respect you, Katrina. Christina. <laughs> right. No, wrong, Tarzan. So very wrong. And if I was Christina, I would just screw with Tarzan and start changing people's names, hers included, to Katrina. Because I wonder if that would be binding if what he writes on the paper he actually has to stick with as his vote and then it would mess everything up. Anyway, all the teams make it to Tribal and Jeffy fills them in on the Colton saga. And then Kat kind of has a very interesting reaction. Listen. Colton was medically evacuated from the game yesterday. He was in a lot of pain. As much as he wanted to stay in the game, after examination by our doctors, they concluded it was acute appendicitis. He had to be flown to a hospital to have surgery. Oh, my God. Crazy. What is that? That's you looking like a deer in the headlights, Cat, because you don't know what it is. But you actually seem visibly disturbed that at any minute you're going to catch it. Anyway, Alicia fills everyone in about how Colton decided to keep the idol and how unfair it was to her because now that he's gone, everything's about Alicia. But what's even funnier about this is that immediately after Solani starts hearing this, they begin to think strategy and start to come up with ideas like, did Manano have the idol? Who would play it? I like Survivor. Where am I? What did Colton tell them? But not our girl Kat. She's still stuck on the whole Colton appendicitis thing and says, I don't know. I'm kind of more worried about the the, the appendix thing and how do I not get mine hurt? <laughs> Everyone else has got theirs out. <laughs> Aw, Kat, you're pretty. You just keep smiling and nodding. Because just when you thought you couldn't handle any more surprises this episode, Jeff decides to drop one more twist and lets everybody know now that Colton's reign of terror is over, there'll be no more immunity challenge, nobody's going home, and most importantly... You can drop your buffs. We are merged. <laughs> Yay, everybody seems so happy. And boy, Colton, I bet that just sucks to know you made it this close to the merge and then lost it all. Karma. But you know what? Everybody is not actually happy because I'm not happy because now I have to learn a new damn tribe name and color. And I have problem remembering things. I honestly think Jeff does this to annoy me. But you know what? I really couldn't be happier that Colton is gone. And then I also couldn't be sadder because this podcast isn't going to have any more awesome Colton sound bites. You are disgusting. Whatever. Now, for those of you who don't like to know what's going to happen next week, cover your ears. The rest of us, here's what we have to look forward to. Next time on Survive, alliances are shattered. When did it change and why am I the last guy to know? Listen, All of a sudden, you are such a, a confused... Plan. Really? Two days ago, I told Listen you that plan. To me. Stop interrupting me. And Tarzan walks alone. I'm dropping my allegiance with you guys. I'm out of it. When I say something, I don't go back on it. Good luck. Now, before we close out the podcast with some new spoilers and swag giveaways, I quickly need to tell you about how you can get even more exclusive Survivor content. All you gotta do is sign up for Superpass. There you can watch Tribal Talk, a weekly live call-in show hosted by Spicy Pants, Cochran, and Michaela. 
each week they have a past survivor on and you get to be involved with the show. There's also other great shows like Reality Roundtable, a live show discussing what's happening in reality TV and a day in the life of another live show featuring past BB house guests filling you in on what they've been up to. And just for all you Amazing Race fans, there's also one with Kevin from Big Brother, Tart Talk, and this week's episode, Brenchel is on. Well, not Brenchel. Rachel of Brenchel. Anyway, plus, don't even get me started on all the archive shows, exclusive content, free music downloads, and more. Bottom line, guys, nobody is bringing you this close to your favorite reality stars. So be sure to sign up for Super Pass. I'll put the link in the show notes, or you can click on the banner over at yourrealityrecap.com. Now, before we wrap things up, I have some good gossip and spoilers for you. First up was who was eliminated from RuPaul's Drag Race this week, so if you don't want to hear, get ready to mute. And the person who voted off wasn't. Nobody was. Ru sent Willem home. Why, you ask? None of us know, because they didn't tell us. And you know, in the after show, they didn't tell us either. They just kept hinting and alluding, and it was very annoying. Why did they do it? Because they want to wait and make you tune in to the reunion special where he'll apparently reveal what it is. They're trying to make it seem like it had something to do with drugs, but I heard that he was actually doing some acting and supposed to be in a play the following week in New York City where the show was filmed, so I kind of sort of think maybe he snuck out to go and meet with those people or something like that. I doubt that it's drugs. Anyway, in other news, VH1 orders Hollywood Execs, a reality series starring celebrity ex-wives. Jennifer Lopez denies a report that she married Casper Smart. Kendra Wilkinson is to star in the new Kendra on Top show on WeTV. The Biggest Loser eliminates contestant Kim Kimmy Stone. And the situation is apparently in rehab for a problem with prescription drugs. Fashion star eliminates designer Oscar Fierro for being too hoochie. And toddlers and tiaras are to return for a new fifth season April 4th. Kim Zolciak from The Real Housewives of Atlanta is apparently pregnant again and expecting another child with hottie Croy Bierman. Bierman? I, that was not how I thought they said his last name. Anyway, it's Croy. He's the football player. He's hot and muscly. Anyway, uh, even more exciting for you Amazing Race fans is that Cindy and Ernie from last season, they've gotten married. Actually, so did Brittany from, uh, two seasons ago, Big Brother, and it was all like hush-hush on the down low. Now, two more quick things for you singing show reality fans. The X Factor reportedly is in talks with Stacey Keebler for co-host role, like the elf? Okay, and The Voice decides six additional top 24 season finalists. Second season finalist. Now, if you guys want any more info on any of these stories, and I just gave you a lot of good things, Britney from Big Brother, Married, The Situation, Kim Zolciak, you need to head over to Reality Nation to read more about these stories. And, you know, just all of your reality TV needs, news, gossip, and spoilers in general. But you know what? Perhaps the most exciting bit of news I can give you guys this week is that I'm going to be adding some short video recaps to my website, yourrealityrecap.com, 
come next week, and trust me, you don't want to miss them. Well, that about wraps up the show for this week, but be sure to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes because the next show will be out Monday covering this weekend's Amazing Race and Celebrity Apprentice. Plus, you can go back and listen to the other podcasts once you subscribe in iTunes. And remember, this podcast is being made for all of you, so I want your input. I'll be covering The Amazing Race and Survivor each week all season long, but I want to know what else you want me to cover as well. So be sure to leave your comments and suggestions for the show over in the post for the show at Reality Nation or my website, Your Reality Recaps, or tweet me at Reality Recaps, because each show I'll pick the best comment, suggestion, or question to win some Super Pass swag. And your question or comment could even make the show. Now, you guys have lots to do, links to click, videos to watch, and comments to write, so head over to my blog to get all the info from this show in the show notes, and I'll meet you back here in a few days. Bye! Podcast 11 Outtake Solani and Manano. Manamano. No, Manano. Manamano. Manano, 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 Solani.